welcome to Mind Styling, the podcast that explores how we can win at the game inside our heads and make a mark on this world in our own unique style, on our own terms. We interview entrepreneurs and leaders who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and set their own definitions of success. We will share with you the tips and techniques they use to style their mind and give you the tools you need to start mind styling for yourself. Hello, welcome again, lovely mind stylers. This is Amy Armstrong. And this is Dr. Becky Sage. And today we are doing Emma Mumford's Top Tips episode. We're reflecting on her fabulous interview last week. But first, before we do that, we do like to share our listeners' thoughts and reflections on the podcast. So, Becky, why don't you just read out a new review, which is lovely to receive recently. Yes. Um, so thanks to Jules underscore two feet in. I think I might know who this is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hi. Uh, so it says, I absolutely love Becky and Amy's style. It feels like I'm sitting with a group of friends having a coffee and a chat about all things that matter most. The stories of people's highs and lows and tips they provide make me feel that I'm not alone on my own journey. I'm always listening close to a notepad so I can write down the gems throughout the conversation. Ah, thank Aww. you, Jules, two feet in. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, hooray. I love that. And I love the fact she's taking notes. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, we do have quotes um, pulled out on our Instagram and our, and our Facebook and our Twitter as well. So you can find some of those gems on there. And it's a really nice theme that keeps coming back. But this idea of it's it's is kind of like the kind of conversations that you'd sit down and have over coffee. And I think that that's definitely what we wanted to recreate. So it feels really good that that's the feedback that we're getting. Yes. Come and join us for a lovely warm chat amongst friends. So it's this Especially feeling. Yeah. Months. Yeah. Exactly. And we're not alone. We're in this together and mm. enjoying the journey together. Love it. Now, Emma Mumford's top tip, which is self-love. Yes. And so what we thought we'd do is we've just split self-love into five different sections. And Amy and I are just going to talk about what we do for each one of these things. So the, the five sections are looking after your health, your joy, your nurturing, your influences and your boundaries. Um, so, Amy, should we start from the beginning? Um your health, what do you do or what would you like to do? Um, What constitutes self-love in terms of looking after your health for you? Well, this is really interesting because I have just come out of a really intensive six weeks uh, where I haven't had a night off. I have worked extremely hard. I have worked until very late at night or early mornings. Uh, This is something I know I can do, but as a 46-year-old, my capacity to sustain that and remain healthy is is challenged. Uh, mm. I really need my sleep and eight hours is what I need. And for the last six weeks, actually, I'm all right now. I've recovered <laughs> now. I'm, I'm a week late later on. But before that, uh, it was really an average of five to six hours, which isn't Ooh. enough. So for my health, I absolutely swear by uh, green juice in the morning. Mm. which is uh, avocado and um, spinach, um, 
all sorts of lovely green things, basically. Those are the core elements. Uh, I'm not really a great fan of celery. I just don't like that peppery and acidy <laughs> taste. So that's gone. A um, little bit of coconut oil. But all these things just mixed together. I'll put the ingredients, actually, in yeah. the show notes. I'll share it with them. Um, I have two glasses of that every day. Um, and I think it's just fundamental because often when I wake up, I don't feel like eating. But I do need that. I have. I take care to eat a diverse range of food during the day. The uh, impact of our... Our gut health on our mental health is in its still early days of science, but I think it's absolutely where we are with the microbiome. And um, I am really, that's just where I'm going at the moment. Nutrition is critical. Getting outside into the fresh air is Mm -hmm. very important. Uh, Starting the day with some yoga stretching, even if it's just five minutes. I've got a lovely yoga with Adrienne, five minute wake up yoga Mm -hmm which I really love. And um, I'll talk about some of my other tips, but there's the key ones really, Mm. is eating and exercise and sleep. And in fact, I have an acronym. To Mm -hmm. see clearly, you need to sleep well, eat well, and exercise well. Yeah. it's um, So so health takes on a whole dimension for me as well, because... um, I've got an autoimmune condition and so for for me health is not only about kind of sustaining good health um, but it's also what to do when I get a flare-up of this autoimmune condition because sometimes even if I am really treating myself well I can still be flawed by physical health problems um, as well as mental health problems as well actually in fact the physical health problems and the mental health problems often go hand in hand um, and I think that's common with people who have kind of these invisible diseases or autoimmune conditions. Um, so they're harder to understand um, and mm. predict. Uh, but it's so interesting because even I would put those basics, your your acronym, it's sleep, food, water, exercise, first and foremost. Um, and then, but I think also removing negative things too. Um, so, uh and it's kind of so negative self-talk, um, negative relationships with food, um, negative people around you. So for me to have good health, it's about kind of n- removing negative relationships at the same time as um, really getting those basics. Should we move on to the next one? Well, about- yes, uh, I want to find out about your joy. Having you said you're yes. going to remove the negatives, yeah. what do you step into? Yeah, and I... This is the one that I do not focus on enough. Um, I use gymnastics as joy for sure, but often I go to gymnastics and I'm so tired and I'm so like, I get grumpy when I'm doing that too. Um, <laughs> but it's really the one that I don't pick up on. And the second I start doing things that, that really bring me joy, my whole life changes around. <laughs> and uh-huh. this is, I think, what a lot of self-love is like. And um, I don't know. So, so for me, it's music, writing, reading, working like I actually find I find a lot of joy in a lot of the work that I do um singing fashion uh certain friends not just random people but both you know the good (laughs) friends um being the introvert that I am it has to be the right kind of friends in the right places um but yes certainly music singing dancing fashion uh those things are really important to me and they really live lift me up so um that's that's definitely where a lot of my joy exists how about you oh 
Well, uh, so yes, and actually just uh, asking myself the question, what small thing would help me feel better today uh, mm. is is a very powerful one. And when I take ownership for it, uh, like you, I've realized I've stopped leaning in and seeking out the joy. Mm. Um, it's the stuff that's fallen to the wayside. So um, tuning into what would be the right thing to be listening to, getting outside, having a really lovely walk in beautiful surroundings, um, putting on a podcast, connecting with my family. That's so important. Just mm. sitting on the sofa and giving having a cuddle with one of my yeah. children or my husband or the dog, mad little thing mm-hmm. that he is, um, just connecting. <laughs> um, and as you say, music, music is such a state changer. Um, I really notice oh. it when I haven't, because sometimes I can go for a really long time without listening to music. Um, I often put podcasts on or, I, you know, maybe the TV or or you're just with people. And, and I really notice it when I haven't had music. Larry. <laughs> yes, it lights up the soul. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Okay, so the next one is nurturing, which is maybe a little bit like health, but I kind of take it a step. Mm. So for me, nurturing um, is thing. So yoga, which you mentioned already, writing, uh, bathing, like some of the more pampering type stuff, maybe massage, those those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I. I'd noticed because I, I I hadn't been very well. I was having a, a flare up, and um, because I'd physically not been very well, there were two things that had just happened to have fallen off my normal routine, which was yoga, uh, and 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 I when I say yoga, I mean with an actual instructor. For me, that's something that's quite important, um, uh, and so even if it's remote, kind of doing it in real time. Uh, mm. I'm not so good when it's a video. <laughs> I don't behave. I do other things. Um, and but so so yoga and writing and mm. those are two things. And I you could group this into the health section, but I think this is a bit more kind of over and above. But I'd noticed that I wasn't. I didn't have those two things, and it had really impacted uh, my mental health. Actually, mm. not not having those two things. So they were really important. Um, yoga and writing. Have you got kind of nurturing practices? Yes. So these are really um, much more fundamental, basic level. So soft blankets. Mm. Um, So when I'm writing at my desk, uh, making sure I've got a blanket over my knees uh, regularly, if it's obviously not if it's hot, but, you know, Mm. but so often. Um, Hot drink. I don't drink tea tea or coffee because I'm allergic to caffeine. And so I have never had the habit of making a hot drink. And when I boil a kettle and get out one of those beautiful bone china mugs and put in a slice of lemon and pour in the water or a gorgeous tea bag, you know, one of the pucker range I love, mm. um, that to me is an act of immense self-care and self-love. And it's something I don't do enough of. So, mm. yes. So, heat warmth nourishing a hot bath um strikes me as well like space is part of what we're both describing here as well Mm. that's kind of why I have to do a yoga class with a teacher because then I will actually do the meditation and stuff and give myself that kind of space um writing gives me that too and it's and what you're describing that kind of almost slowness of creating a drink and 
yeah, giving yourself that space. I should have put in to health um, a relaxation track or meditation mm. because um, so many people say that's for nurturing and I realise that's a fundamental for me. Yeah, I, I think you're right, actually. Mm. Um, and it's that that was a game changer for me. When, you, when I first started doing your hypnotherapy, um, what you're doing clinical hypnotherapy mm. you, but having one of those trance tracks um yes I, and that really really was a game changer for me um in terms of that yeah and I think that was a very much a mental health um it, it switched the way my brain was was really working um mm. which was very important or, and continues to be important it stills the mind and gives you the space to then be able to lean into the joy and the nurturing hmm. mm. Okay, so influences. So tell me what you mean by this. Mm, so I think it's, it's the adage about you are the five people you spend the most time with. Um, <laughs> oh, and God. I think, yeah. Just <laughs> your dog, right? I know, that's what I was thinking. I'm not sure that that's <laughs> where I was aspiring to. <laughs> but I think something I have realised, and I think there's a much more macroscopic view to this as well as mm. everything else, but we really are, um, you know, we know we're in bubbles, not just COVID bubbles. <laughs> um, we know we're in social media bubbles or social mm. bubbles. Um, and we know that those influences, um, we talk a lot on this podcast about what we've been indoctrinated to think. Um, yes. And, and kind of over time, what, what the way we approach things, the way we beat ourselves up, um, comes from a lot of those repeat things we've heard over and over and over again um, in terms of the people who we spend the most time with or the, or the types of messaging we get a lot through our life. And, I, and so this is all about, I think, yeah, finding, finding your tribe. And that's not everyone always agreeing with you all the time, but it is people, and I think it is very much an, an act of self-love to make sure you say no to the people who are really not causing you to be healthy or to for you to be your best and mm. saying yes to the people who really lift you up. Um, and and I think that that's something that I'm, I've really worked on um, mm. and really tried to change those influences because I spent a lot of my life trying to live up to somebody else's version of success and not necessarily fitting into it and and to, to flip that and say okay I'm going to find I'm going to figure out what my version of success is and really have the people who share those values which is something we talked about previously yes. in Jaya's top tips um, and so and, and I think that that is an a virtual and a um, yeah, and a real world thing so of course we spend a lot of time online then the question is are you doing that because you've found your tribe and you really are lifting each other up or are you doing it out of you know a comparison type thing and you're feeling worse about yourself because you're comparing yourself to other people and you know so so really noticing what who is around you the type of messaging that's influencing you mm. and can you switch that so it's the positive people it's the positive messages um it's the positive ways of interacting with with others and with the world around you so so that's definitely something yeah i i really have to consciously do i think and and yeah give the time to the people who really matter and yeah. who really can lift you up well yes and for me um of course so much of my time is taken up by my clients or my family mm. and they are both 
so important to me, which is why I have been so oh, lit up by our work together, mm. Becky, because um, yep. it's fabulous. It's exactly what we wanted it to be. It was about mm-hmm. going out and, and exploring and getting curious and connecting with some amazing individuals and just uh, yeah. giving ourselves permission to to learn and um be inspired and um I think uh, so my key point there is just when your life is very busy with responsibilities at work and at home actually taking real care to seek out the people that do lift you up Mm -hmm. and they might be actual relationships or they might be uh virtual ones so thinking about who you want to have in your ears or in front of your eyes so being really Mm -hmm. careful about what you're consuming on the media front and um and knowing that podcasts uh and books uh really can make a big impact on you and be very influential so choosing them with care absolutely Uh, i i i've kind of forgot that as i was talking about it but yeah absolutely like those books that you read and and the podcast and the media that you're consuming that's your influences as well yeah. And so the last one that I was talking about was about your boundaries. Um, and I think this is a real act of self-love is recognizing what your boundaries are. And we've talked about this previously, uh, but it's so easy sometimes to just go, oh, OK, I'll do what somebody else wants me to do because, well, it's a nice thing to do to do that. And, and I think we can often do that to the extreme and and realize that we haven't left any space for ourselves and that what we're doing is continually being led by somebody else's uh, needs and we're not actually like we're doing that at a sacrifice to our own fundamental needs so I think we've talked a lot about introversion and that's certainly uh, for me time alone is is an important one here in terms of boundaries sometimes Mm. I have to say no to Mm. to things you know being with other people doing things with other people because I have to make sure that I create some of that space for myself or create enough time to get the work done I need to do or you know or or see the friends or whatever else it might be but but Mm. boundaries are a really important thing I love that how to say no beautifully it's a mm. recurring theme in a lot of my work, and it's something I have to work on hard myself. <laughs> but, mm. but, and I think what's a really interesting one, though, is you've talked about how boundaries are really important to allow you the space for self care. Mm. And I'd also say that if we're practicing self care, that enables us to be able to put the boundaries in place if that's not natural behavior for us. Um, yeah. So it's a really iterative relationship. That's interesting. There. Yeah. Like you have to love and respect yourself to even stand up and say, oh, yeah, that matters, I matter yes. um, in this space. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And and I guess that's a, such a good point on all of these things that we're saying, which is this isn't a one-and-done <laughs> type thing. It's continual, it's yes. dynamic as our lives change, as we change, as, as things move. That you need, you, Maybe you need to adapt to what your self-love uh, practices are. and Different and, days of the week, different times of the month. Uh, just yeah. so many different energetic requirements what what demands are being put on you and what I do I always come back to this point that um self-care self-love is not selfish it's selfless yeah. because it's only when we feel good do we then have the capacity to support those who matter to us and do 
what matters most for us. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fill somebody else's jug if yours is empty. <laughs> no, you can't fill somebody Absolutely. else's glass if your jug is empty, which yes. is not my quote. I will find out where that comes from. <laughs> I, will, I will put it in the But it's notes. a good one. <laughs> it is. And, it's, and it is very true. Um, well, that was an amazing reflection on, on self-love, on our, our views of, of self-love. And um, and I think just a quick one to add, which is self-talk and, and how we talk to ourselves is obviously an important part of that. Um, so please let us know, what do you do to practice self-love? Or is this something that you find a real challenge? And um, we'd, we'd love to hear some more about that from you. And you can you can do that by getting in touch with us on all the social channels. So, the mind styling three C's. Um, Amy, what are they? <laughs> Curiosity, community, and compassion. So get curious. Try out different self love practices. Do they change the way that you uh, are approaching the world and change the things that are happening for you? And join our community, please. We would love to hear from you. You You're not alone. Together we're in this. Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast because then you get notifications every time a new podcast arrives. Rate, review, and please contribute to our conversations on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The links are below. And do all of that with compassion, compassion for yourself, self-love and um, compassion for other people and enjoy your mind styling journey so we can't always control the situations that are going on outside of us but we can be in control of how we react to those situations and that is what mind styling is all about